What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Thursday, March 30th, 2017, and you guys are listening to episode, that's right, everybody, 300. Uh, I have been doing the Verzi Effect Podcast now for six and a half years. I've been doing this show and watching the numbers go up and watching the fans come into the show and coming out to clubs all over the country has been amazing. But the fact that I'm on 300, and as you guys know, I had a, uh, I always want to have a special guest on a big one, on the milestone. And uh, today is no exception. Today I have on episode three... And I'm probably going to, you know, he's going to do the fucking weird comedian thing where they can't take a compliment, but I'm going to, I'm going to go heavy here. I'm going heavy here. Um, I think truly, arguably one of the funniest individuals I've ever met in my life. Um, on and off stage, uh, a guy whose career I actually look at like, man, like I see the road that, that he took and he's just an absolute monster. And, uh, I, we cry laughing all the time and we have in our hands right now, this might be a hint of who it is. I have the motherfucking greatest cigar of all time. We have the Jordan in our hand, the Hoyo de Monterey from fucking the Cubans. And I am sitting here with none other than Bobby Kelly. Bobby, thank you, buddy. Thank you for, thank you for all that nice stuff. 300. You're on 300, dude. That's crazy. I've been doing this. I mean, I'm sure you've, you've passed 300, right? I don't know. I have passed 300. You've done. Well, I you, don't know how many I've done. Well, you do. Do you do two a week? Or no do you way. Do, Fuck that. You don't do two a week. You do one every week. Yeah, but you've done like add-ons, right? In a week. I've never missed a week. Let's just say that. In the time I've done how it. How many years now? Jeez, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know any of this shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know what I mean? You got a full fucking. You got a studio. I don't know. With, yeah. Yeah. Interns. Yeah, because you know what it is. <laughs> I don't know, buddy. I have no fucking idea. No, the funniest thing about Bobby is one person will write in down on their luck and go, I love the show. I'm good with wires. Next thing you know, there's fucking 15 <laughs> kids from Jersey in the fucking room. <laughs> I'm, good with, I'm good with wires. I'm good with wires. And like, oh, yeah. But, well, um, we, we do. You know what? I do help. I, there's a lot of... Everybody that's been on my show has really sent me a letter or fucking, you know, wrote me an email or, you know, took me aside and said, I really would l please let me be a part of this. You know what I mean? Right, right. So Kelly Festuca, uh, Deepu, Lauren, these are people that were like, I really, like I have letters from these people. Can I, I really want to be a part of your show. Right. So it was almost like, I, even if I wanted to say, nah. Yeah. It was like, I kind of was like, all right, let's see what happens. Right. And, I, you know, they just wind up hanging out and, 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 yeah. and killing it. So Yeah, no, and, you, and you're good to people that, like, ask you for things. But I also make sure I can do everything they can do before they do it. You understand what I'm saying? Before they do it? Well, some of the stuff Deepu Deepu didn't teach Some of the stuff Deepu did, <laughs> I learned how to do. Right. I made sure that he taught Lauren and, and, and Scopo and now and myself, of course, because if they tell you to go fuck yourself one day. <laughs> right, right. And I, I, my theory is this. All I need is that audio. Yeah. Fuck the video. Fuck the logos. Fuck the intros. Yeah. Fuck the, you know, bad apple. You know yeah. what, dude? Yeah. All I need is that audio of, of me talking to other come on. That's all I need. 
for a show. But you didn't get rid of any. Did you get rid of any of your stuff? Did you get oh, rid of the intros? Fuck, oh, fuck no. I, yeah. No, I love that. Your shit. intros. <laughs> your, yeah, your intros. I, see, I don't do it. We just, I just kind of go into this because I never had the technology and you know me. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, it's good. You should do that. Because if if you look at your stats, if you put me and your, my, our analytics, you know analytics? What now? <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? No. What, what, what do you mean? I love there was a pause. My, yeah, I'm going, I an, no, I'm going analytics. Like, what do you mean? Like, stat, statistics? Yeah. Statistics. Oh, okay. There's statistics. Like a, oh, okay. Statistics on these things. On your podcast. You can tell, if you wanted to, who listens, where they listen, their age group, or female, male. Uh, you know, you can tell where you're popular, where you're not. If you right. wanted to, the analytics are there. But... If you looked at both of our analytics, my point is, is if you looked at us and you can see when people listen and stop listening and then start listening. And I bet at the front of your podcast, more people listen from the beginning into the podcast. I bet you people skip. Do they have those stats, though, where you could see oh, where yeah, people stop and yes, go? And, yes. Yes. Like, yes. Because they probably people have heard my intro. So if you're a fan of my show, I'm not listening to this shit again. Thir you know, 15 seconds, 15 seconds. They push that 15 second forward button just to get to the show. Oh, okay. So they know it's, they know it by, you know, they know it's 15 seconds. Let's just get into it. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. I know Let's the just song. Go. Right. You know, every uh, podcast I listen to, I love yeah. Nick DiPaolo. I love his theme song. We, we fucking came up with it for him. You know what I mean? For yeah. The, I didn't I hear it. it. I don't even know it. It's uh, the guy from, uh, from Band Geek actually did it for him. But I know it. As soon as this podcast, boom, boom, 15 seconds. And I'm right into a show. Wow. So yeah, I think you're smart. See, the only statistics that I have is 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 I have two. It's hits and downloads right. because there's a difference. There's a difference. You can get a lot of hits where people don't have to download it. People can listen to my podcast without downloading it. Yeah, they could just they hit the arrow button, and yeah. I don't know, so I don't know what's accurate and what's really not accurate. I can get an idea, yeah. you know, and I do it through Podbean. And they only give me every thirty days. They give me every. They give me every ninety days. That's why I went to Lipson. Yeah, I only. This have is all nerd talk. Yeah, yeah. About behind the scenes podcast. Yeah. You're three hundred. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. turned into a fucking just a, a, a stupid fucking. No, but nerd you know what? This is this is podcast. actually this is actually really good because people that listen go. I never knew what a podcast was. Like I have I have friends. I have like family members. You know, people that just find out about me and go, "What is a podcast?" I keep hearing about a podcast. Some woman from Boston goes, "I, I was so dumb with technology. I didn't even know what it was. I ignored it. Now I listen to all of them. Yeah. You know, people didn't know what it because it's really." The cool thing is about a podcast, I've done 300, you've probably done, you know, God knows how many you've done, but it's it does take over radio. It's taken over like radio with certain oh people. Oh my God, with yeah. certain people that just, that's what well, they do. because people, it automatically downloads now to your phone. So during the week, as new episodes come up that you subscribe to, yeah. subscribe to, it goes right to your phone. So you're on the train, you're in the car, you just fucking hit play. Yeah. And you got people that you like talking about shit that you like to talk about. Exactly. And for an hour, two hours, yeah. whatever it is. And there you go. And I think with stand-up comedy being really big right now, clubs thriving, people traveling to, I mean, people opening up clubs, you want to see, now you get to see your favorite comedian shoot the shit. Like, they're going to listen to me and you. Uh, fans of me and you right now are going to listen to us smoking <laughs> this fucking thing. Right. You know, which is, by the way, can we get real for a second? Yeah, good. <laughs> the Hoyle de Monterey mm. We were talking before It's the only cigar People keep going to my Twitter Paul where could I get it I said listen It's a Cuban You gotta go to Canada Mexico Cuba to get them 
It's the only cigar I've ever lit where the first light, I'm talking flame to tobacco first. You smell it and you go, oh, it's different. It's different. And I got news for you. you know, me and Aaron Berg have got, not gotten into it, but here's the thing. People go, you could get a good, you could get better. That Listen, I know you can get good ones here in America. I know. I love Davidoff Nicaraguan. There's a difference between the Cuban soil. There's 1, a difference. 1,000%. There's a difference. You know, I've, I was one of those guys when you couldn't get Cubans. Yeah. Or I was too lazy to figure out <laughs> yeah, how to do it. Yeah, and then when you it. smoked this fucking thing, it blew your mind. And then when, when Burr had these bad boys at the garden on Comics Come Home, and he when he opened up the box, yeah, and he goes, smell that. And I went... <laughs> And I went, oh God, what is that? It was like it was like fucking a, a, a fucking eighteen year old again. <laughs> you know no, I, mean? I remember asking you on the down phone. That fucking wife pussy. It was like going down on like some some fucking chick who still goes to nightclubs and cares about her box. No, but I remember talking to you on the phone, and I go, Bobby, I smoked. I was in, uh, I was in Canada. Mm. I was in Canada. Yeah. I was in Toronto. And I go, Bobby, I smoked. And you go, yeah, Burr, Burr brought him. And yeah. I had it. And I go, what did you think? And, and I didn't know if you were going to be, I didn't know if you were going to be one of those trying to like, well, it was. A, and you were like, yeah, dude, you go, we got to get it. We got to find him. We got to find him, dude. It is, it is a fucking monster. I was in Maruba. And there's one, you know, the, the thing with these Cubans, when you go to Mexico, especially Mexico, other countries, and they're like, oh, we got Cubans. They're not. They're not fucking Cubans. Uh, they're, they're some fucking half-breed. Or if they are Cubans, they're not taking care of them. Right. Like, you go to Aruba, half the cigar places, you know, it's a room with a, uh, a fucking humidifier from Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> right. like, yeah, yeah. Every time, I'm like, every time the door opens, the fucking humidity changes in here, you asshole. <laughs> Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, they got one little like a, you know, if your kid has a chest cold, but you're you're curating fucking uh uh, uh you know fifteen hundred Cuban cigars yeah. with that shit, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's one place in Aruba that I go to has a walk-in humidor. You can tell it's legit. You walk right. in there, it's like walking in the jungle. Ah. Uh, you know how and, great is that? And the and the, it's a woman that owns it. Her, okay. I think she's uh, her and her girlfriend own it, and. Ooh, I was, I'm walking around, the Monte Cristos, ooh, the Upmans, ah, Romeo, Juliet, maybe. And then, you know, oh, Partagas, fuck yeah, I'll fuck with you. like Cuban, a Partagas, yeah. Cuban Partagas, yeah, dude, yeah. listen to me. The Red Band, the Cuban Partagas, fucking crazy. But then I saw these bad boys. Yeah. I was like, listen to me, lady. Listen to me. I go, how much for these? Yeah. She, I want the box of 20. She goes, I don't got them. I got a 10 box, and it's two bills. I said, put it in a fucking bag. I go, that's it. I was <laughs> so excited to buy these cigars. I bought these on the 11th hour of my Aruba trip. I had, I had a fucking 45 minutes to get to the airport. I walked into this place and I bought these. Oh and I, but I timed it that way. Yeah. Yeah, because I wanted, you know, in case my wife, what are you doing spending time? Yeah, I yeah. Have, I didn't know. Yeah, we yeah. Have, <laughs> we're leaving. These are the ones I wanted. Yeah, my neighbor, 
went to Mexico, mm-hmm. and he goes, Paul, is there any cigars you want? Mm. So you know what picture I sent him? <laughs> I sent him a picture of this fucking thing, yeah. and he got the snu- He got the half one, the half, the little ones, yeah. the little ones, yeah. and, and it tasted really good. Oh, it tasted, great. it tasted, it tasted really good. So like, yeah, I don't know if they're if they're fake in Mexico or if they're whatever. But well, they got a- real ones, but they got fake ones. They make more money off counterfeit Cubans than they do off real Cuban cigars. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because you can. Yeah, because you can fake it a lot easier. You know, I mean, you know, you can put a Cohiba on anything. That's right. why when it's better to buy the box because on a box is a serial number that you can Google real quick. Yeah, and it will say, you know, yeah, this is a. Oh, you. The, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's there's serial numbers on the box you can Google to find out if it's a real uh, where it comes from and blah blah blah. Okay. All that horse shit. But uh, yeah, this box was sealed like a motherfucker. Yeah, no, you could tell the freshness of this cigar is, mm. you know, you people. I told like my my listeners everything. It's Hoyo de Monterey Cuban, and it is a motherfucker. And I didn't think I would ever like anything better than a Monte Cristo or a uh, or series Le Hoyo. Series Le Hoyo. Yeah, you got to get that okay. one. Series that, Le Hoyo. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of got like a. The, the band is like orangish red and white with a crown on top where it's just oil. It's such a good band. It's a great band. It's, you know, people say that the band don't... Look, my favorite cigar is the, 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 the Grand Cajone. Yeah. No band. Yeah. That's a ballsy move. Yeah. You know you're a fucking cigar when you're like, keep that band over there. The bands are for kids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do bands. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But... Oh, fuck. <laughs> I like bands, uh, and this band, this band matters. Cigar bands matter. You know what I'm saying? I, I agree 100. percent mm-hmm. I agree 100. percent I got a fucking, you, I got a little girl yeah. who. My f- wife is one of these. My wife is one of these. <laughs> Segway fucking Cuban cigars into your girl. This no, is gonna be no, good. I no, love this. My, my wife is one of these. Where I don't know what happens with with Max, but if my wife, if my uh, son or daughter gets a sniffle. And Stacy goes to work. She goes, he wants to take him to the doctor. You know, take him to the doctor, see what, see what it is, right? Yeah. Because there's always getting shit from kids at school. Yep. Always getting shit, you know. Max comes home with fucking, you know, yep. they, you know, daycare, those kids, you know. Lord knows what these parents are doing. Yep. These fucking kids, you know, the immune system's down, whatever. So Stacy comes in today. She goes, why don't you take Sophie to, uh, Sophie's not going to go to school today. Why don't you make a doctor's appointment, take her to the doctor. So I go to the doctor. And the doctor even goes, yeah, everybody's in here, every little sniffle, like almost making me feel like a fucking, making me feel, you know, I'm sitting there, <laughs> I'm sitting there like, yeah, you know, you know, she goes, how many days has this been? And I go, I think it's been a couple. And she, you know, I was like, she goes, yeah. They, and I said, yeah, the school uh, sent an email out saying somebody has strep, make sure your kid doesn't have strep. So, um, so Stacy, you know, so the lady goes, ah, they're always sending emails, aren't they? Like making me feel like, uh, you know, and I told my wife though sometimes, let's give it a couple days. Like when I was a kid, my mother didn't take me. I don't know. When I was a kid, my mother didn't take me to the doctor right away. You know, they'd wait three days and if the cough got worse, you know, then I went. So anyway, my brother and his lovely girlfriend, Lee, are at the house watching, yeah. watching my kids. Stacy right. had work. I had a show. Right. And uh, he's going, yeah, she's up coughing. And then he's just like, it went like his. And I'm like, yeah, someone's coming. <laughs> You know, it's raining. It's, 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 it's raining. You know, I feel I'm, terrible right now. No, my wife. I didn't know my wife was going to be out this late. I got it. You know, this is. I'm working. I wouldn't have been home now. It's raining. I still wouldn't have been home now. Is is is? Oh, I'd is been she home right? Now. Is been she home all right? Now. Yeah, she's fine. She's up. She's got a cough. She's fine. I went to the doctor. No strep. Listen. No Can I just say something? Yeah. I'm gonna. I side with your wife. On this one. I'll tell you why. 
and and my wife would be on your side. Okay. Oh, you're one of those. Well, all right. Listen. Oh, you're one well, of I those. I can say you're one of those. Yeah, because I could tell. Like, you but know, you're, you're one of those. You're overprotective. I'm, well, you're one of those. Who, no, no. I'm giving a day. Oh, what the fuck? We're not in Afghanistan. We got good fucking medical. We're not, you know, I can understand if we were in fucking downtown Syria. You know, the doctors, you know, you got to find a fucking, you know, I mean, we're in fucking Westchester. Right? Some good care out here. Well, you, make, you, make, you make a point, you yeah, make yeah. a point. You get Jesus, right to Bobby, it. No, no fat on that one. Malaria. Huh? <laughs> Well, listen, what I'm saying. You're in fucking Ardsley, for Christ's sake. Listen. Look at the nicest places in fucking Westchester. I'm saying this. <laughs> Those guys will fucking slit someone's throat to get two blocks to get to a fucking. <laughs> I'm saying this. Listen to me. I'm saying this. All right, so Is you that... go a little heavy. Well, I, go, I go a little heavy just because just when I was a kid, my mother would never fuck. My mother would send me to school no matter what. I'd be in school, and the, you know, just go to school. If you don't feel better, you can you can come out after, because my mother had to work, so she didn't have anybody to watch us. But my grandmother lived fucking four blocks away. You know what I mean? So there's many a times I'd go to school and I'd have to call out, which was a pain in the ass. Yeah. You know, I don't. You have to. First of all, you're sick. You're sitting there. You got to try. You're trying to make it through class. You know. And then, you know, you got to go to the nurse, and the nurse has got to fucking buy into that horse shit. Yeah. Then they're going to call your, your mother, and she, you hear her, I hear, yeah, 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 you know, fucking yapping. Yeah. You know, can't you just keep them? And they're like, well, Mrs. Kelly, you know, and makes you feel like shit that your mother doesn't know. <laughs> and then my grandmother's got to come and get me. Can't you just keep them. You know, my yeah. grandma's got to take a bus, <laughs> come and get me. Now I'm at my grandmother's house. On the fucking couch, <laughs> my grandfather comes in. Now that's his couch. That's where he sits. Yeah, I'm fucking hogging this up now. He <laughs> yeah. comes in mumbling, fucking cocksucking, little fucking. Cock. <laughs> Can't watch TV in my. Oh, own you had an angry. It was he an nah, angry he man. Was just, my my grandfather's the sweetest guy in the world, but he wanted to sit on his, his couch. couch. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Now is this your Italian side? No, or is this, your, Irish, this is the Irish, Irish side. Catholic, okay, Irish, Irish Catholic. Catholic. So you know, so when I was a kid, I I wound up getting mononucleosis. Oh, you got mono. I almost died. And my mother had me going to school. You're fine. Oh, now it makes sense. She's like, you. you're fine. You're fine. Got so, you. So my kid, you know, my wife is like you. She's like, he's fine. You know, don't worry about it. And I'm like, look, you know, I don't want to, I just don't want to, I don't want to fuck around. Number one, we got one kid. It's not like we can, we have a backup kid if this one takes a hit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And we're all, we're in our 40s, oh. so it's, we're getting divorced. Yeah. If this kid goes, oh, we're, we're done too. Jeez. Bobby. I mean, right? <laughs> the statistics are there. Oh my god! Oh my god, dude! Just so fucking hilarious. And no, I mean, I get I get what you're saying, but it's like I look at it like this: like a sniffle one day, oh, and we've been through it. You know, how how old your boy now? I, you know, a cigar is yeah. good yeah. when the ash falls off on your tits, yeah. and you can pick it up. <laughs> And like it it's stays a candy together. bar. Yeah. Like it's a fucking <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> oh, this is such a good smoke, dude. Oh my god. It's yeah. such it's such a good smoke. Yeah. Having such a good time here. This is episode three hundred with my very special guest, uh, the hilarious comedian Bobby Kelly. Uh good friend of mine and somebody that we've done a bunch of podcasts and I was like, Man, for three hundred it's just perfect. It's just perfect. You have um, Sparta and h- hilarious, uh, hilarious. Uh, Nothing oh yeah, I saw I saw that by myself. 
What? Yeah, I was on the road in South Carolina performing, and I wow. went in by myself, and I was like, "Fucking, you know." Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I you I'm, going alone or no? You going to all the time? Yeah, all the fuck, you feel like a pervert. You know what? I used to think it was like a lonely man's game, but now I get it. Now I get it. You know why? Because you can't talk to a friend during the movie anyway. It's the after thing that you talk. Right? You well, talk afterwards. Oh, let's go get a coffee. Or, you know, you go walking. Hey, what'd you think of the thing? What'd you think? You know, when you're in there, it's kind of alone. And I, I'll tell you what, I had one of the best experiences ever. I saw Get Out by myself in the nicest, newest movie theater in the country in Cincinnati where I had the, not only is it the, you go get food and you bring it, but I had a fucking, it was like a double, it was like literally like a recliner you buy at a furniture store. And I'm just sitting there and it was just, it was fucking peaceful and it was great. You know what? I've been, I've been praying for these theaters to come along where you choose your seat and it's a comfortable seat. Yonkers, you got one. Right. Yeah, we get a couple, you know. Yeah. But now I'm like, you know what? You made it too good. Yeah, you, I I fall asleep in these fucking things like an old man every. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I'm I, I just had you know pretzels, dipping them in cheese sauce. Yeah, no, I can't. I, can't. I got some sh- you know uh, a, a fucking <laughs> some raisinets, <laughs> and then you give me the ability to lie fully back <laughs> in a dark room, dude. The last three movies I went to, <laughs> fucking twenty minutes in. See, I can't sleep in a movie. I dude, I'm out. I get that yeah. back row. Get the fucking back. Nobody oh, you, sits. In oh, the you're back one row. of those. Yeah. Or I sit. What do you mean one of those? What no, am I? I'm the, one of those twice now. Yeah, on you're show. one of those. No, What's the, that? the back row is a certain person. Who the fuck yeah, is that? So, yeah, no, I've been I've been with people that go. <laughs> I've been with people that go. No, let's just go in the back. Let's just go in the you back. Know why I go in and, the my, back. and you know what's funny is my son likes to do it now. My son just goes, Daddy, let's just go to the back. So he's one of those. He's one of those. Yeah, right, he's good. he's early. He's an early one of those. Well, so I think it may carry on. No, I'm a middle guy. I'm 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 a middle guy. But, that, but I don't like being near people, so I can't win. Yeah, you can't win there. Yeah, I know. So I know. you go to the back. At least you got a shot. At least, you, yeah, you go to the back. You got a shot. Nobody really wants it. Last, this is what sucks though. Last, I went to those uh, theater last time, and it's, it's pick your seats. So I sat in the back row, away from everybody, and these motherfuckers picked the seat next to me. Oh, that's the worst. They took that's on one of my unacceptable. Yeah, I know. Now that's... I'm on a date with people I don't know. Oh my god. I'm fucking next. <laughs> you're you're I mean, listening literally to rubbing the... fucking shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Who picks a seat I know. next to a lone guy? I think when people do that, you should be able to reach over and grab their candy. Right. Grab, <laughs> grab their fucking popcorn. I, I who does that? I just want to go, you know, you you when you yeah. picked the seat, you saw it was yellow. Here's why I don't like here's why I don't like what you do, because if the theater's really big you, you got the, the the screen gets smaller in the big ones, the big stadium the, ones. Uh, yeah, and the big ones I wouldn't sit in the back. Right, the big ones I would sit in the middle somewhere, or yeah. a little a little further back. But I'd even sit a little further up. I don't care. Yeah, never the front row, but I I can do the back row. When I'm by myself, I sit in the back row because <clears throat> I just I feel like when you walk into a theater and you see that just that one guy, you know, with his fucking jacket on. By himself, <laughs> fucking sounds like you're setting this up like you're slow, jerking off. <laughs> yeah, just slowly crunching on something and taking uh, little sips. Yeah, just by himself and no one shows up. <laughs> and then through the whole well, movie, you're looking down. There's just yeah. that single head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And after the after the movie, you watch him slowly. You know he's going to the bathroom because he's getting pissed. <laughs> Uh, and then he walks out. I hold in pisses in the be- in the movie. Oh, you got. I don't it. get out. Yeah, I don't get up either. I don't. I don't get wow. up. Who are the you, fuck gets up? Are you a consent? Are you because no, no. I got. I got friends that get up. They just like tell me what happens. They do one of those. Tell me what happens, and they want to report. These fuckers want to report when they get back. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I'll make just shit fuck up. Yeah, everybody died. I'll make shit up. 
Then a helicopter came in. It's fucking guy <laughs> fought an alligator. What? An alligator? Fucking alligator. It's a rom com. I know. Oh my god! Fucking alligator popped out. An alligator fucking popped out of his stuff. Now, are you are you a concessions guy? What do you get? What's your go to? My go to is pretzels cheese. Okay, you go to the pretzels cheese. Yeah, but here's the thing now is these some of these fucking places. I just went to San Fran and I go, give me the pretzels cheese. They gave me <laughs> five fucking pretzels. Five pretzels. And then you got and then you have to balance out the cheese. You gotta balance out the amount of cheese with the pretzel. Well, you gotta put way too much cheese on it, or you're gonna have a you shitload get, you, of cheese left. Yeah. Now I'm gonna have that. And now I'm gonna sit there fighting. Do I stick my fucking finger? Yeah, my two fingers in there and fucking. The lick worst that is shit. you go with the pinky and just scoop it out with the pinky and do oh. it. Yeah, you know yeah. you have. I have. Of course, I do. I use my fucking middle finger and index. <laughs> You're going face first. <laughs> throw popcorn in that cheese. <laughs> Oof. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm with my guest Bobby Kelly sitting here. Versi Effect episode 300, special episode. Um, one of the funniest guys in the country. One of my favorites, and uh, we are smoking. Uh, probably, in my opinion, I've said it's the best cigar I've ever had. Um, so you, you, uh, you're coming off a big year, man. You, uh, you, you got the fucking. <sighs> Uh, Actually, live at the Village Underground, and then you had the the you know the FX show, yeah. and now you're working on another show that's coming out. Well, not coming out. We just we were we wrote a script for FX. We'll see where it comes out. Maybe they do it. Maybe somebody else does it. Uh, I don't know. Right now, I, I tell you, right now, I'm 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 gonna be focusing on two things. Uh, fucking losing some weight. Yeah, and. <laughs> Cause it's too much. I've got. It's just. Too, I'm done. I said. I said to my wife three weeks ago. We got back from vacation. Yeah. You know, and a vacation was supposed to. I'm gonna wake up, go to the gym before you guys get up. You know, work out. We're gonna eat right. You know, fucking three days in. You know. The fuck. Yeah. yeah it was just. A, it was a wrap. You know. But we got back from vacation. I'm like, I feel like I have like a a rubber band around my midsection underneath my tits. I think I pulled a muscle. It was just like a fold of fat that I developed that was rolling over. Oh, oh no, I thought you were going to say heart attack. Thank <laughs> no. God. Yeah, no. No, no, not, not a heart attack. No. But I get scared for that, too. I mean, look, I don't do drugs. I don't drink. I don't, you know, these all play a factor into fat guys. You know what I mean? All the fat guys we know that yeah. have died are, right. are big drug guys in, in, in alcohol. You right. know what I mean? And uh, smoking cigarettes, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But I don't do any of that shit, and I, my heart's been checked out uh, once a year. I go yeah. in for a physical this year. I went twice, uh, but I gotta lose weight. I gotta lose weight. I'm done. It's just a, it's just a motherfucker. So I'm, I'm, I'm cutting out the carbs and the sugar, for good. Hopefully for good. So well, I'm, I'm doing know. it right. I'm on it right now because yeah. you know I'm shooting some. I got five weeks of shooting a special, and I just, uh, you know, I'm no alcohol. You know, cool. no, no. You know, I'll treat myself to a diet coke. That's the extent of it. No candy, no sweets. I'm a sweets guy. You know, the older I get, yeah. I'm turning into one of those old guineas where after you eat, I got to have chocolate. You know, oh, I got to have, have something. Yeah, every sweet. After after I eat something, I need something. Yeah, that's you why know? I have the peanut butter in the house. I got this almond butter. <laughs> I, had to get, I did. I'm the same guy. I had to get yeah. almond butter. Because if, I, if at night I'm fucking dying, I'm going to break open a sleeve of cookies. You know, I'm going to. That, that's yeah. the hardest part. Yeah. It's because we can, we have these, you know, you can just jump in your car. Yeah. And, you know, go get whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. 
No, I know. I know. Back in the day when we were 20s. Yeah. You know, I couldn't do that. I couldn't afford it. No, I mean, well, you know, you do, you know, and I want to say this, and I'm not trying to make you feel uncomfortable here, but you're somebody that, like, when I look at what you're doing, and you're the generation ahead of me, you're the, you know, you're the Burr generation, you, you know, uh, would have been the Patrice generation, God rest his soul. Um, these guys, like, so you guys are like the 10 years above me. And when I watch, and I know the hard road that you took, and this is serious talk, it's like, you're sitting here, man. You got a house in Westchester, you know, and I do too. Like everybody says to me, Paul, man, I want, you know, I want what you're doing. I want the cars and I want the house and, you know, you got a good career moving up slowly and everything. I say, yeah, but you know what? We're a two income family. We work together. We work hard. My wife is working her way up. I'm working my way up. You know, we, we, we have bills. We got a mortgage. We got cars. We're working our way up. And you, you know, you're doing it, man. Like you are somebody that I look at and I'm like, man, this guy's just out there fighting. You do the road. You still have time with your kids. And so many people want to know, how do you balance? Because they ask me, how do you balance it? And it's like, you just make it work, man. Yeah. You just make it work. And the thing is, you're with your kid during the day a ton, yeah. right? I'm with my kid, you know, during the day a ton. Comics look at what, I'm, I can tell you this. This is the truth. Comics look at what me and you do. And, and Matt Arise and, and DePaulo doesn't have any kids, but he's, he's you know, up here. And Merrick, they're like, how do you have a... Comics can't fathom that we can have a family. How do you have a family? How do you go on the road and how do you develop an hour and how do you make an album and how do you do a special and how do you do all these things and you have a little boy? Like, I don't understand. I have a studio in the city and I just got to go do spots and come back. And it's like, that's a nightmare to me. That's a nightmare. I never want... I would have never done that, Bobby. I never, I never got into this thinking it was going to be that. <laughs> You know, Me neither. I never got into this business. I, I, my whole life, I was like, yeah, I'm funny. I didn't even realize what it, I guess, uh, what it took. But I didn't. I wasn't gonna live in a one bedroom apartment till I'm fucking fifty. Well, I fought. I fought this for a long time. I remember when I we fought, first started fought, meeting, yeah. and we, I went on your podcast. You would say, dude, I'm, I'm living in Manhattan. I'm on fucking, you know, you were where you were living, and you were like, we got the, you know, you had the dogs, and you had you and your way. You're like, I'm not fucking leaving this, and you seemed freaked out. Yeah. You were asking me, hey, how do you? I remember off the air one time. You're like, yeah, is this house? And I go, yeah, dude, you're gonna. And now you're fucking. I mean, you're building sheds. You're fucking. Well, you know, every time I come, you got a new fence in the back. <laughs> well, you know what's? <laughs> you got fucking Home Depot lights all over the fucking. I'm outside taking a piss. I see sparkles in here. I go, what the fuck is that you go yeah home depot you know all the deals over there (laughs) you know what it is is when i moved to new york i forgot you know because i had the the shitty you know shitty apartment with you know two other guys and i had the you know fucking you know i finally got my place you know my one bedroom i bought an apartment in new york was my goal when i moved to new york is one day i'm going to buy an apartment here i want to own property in new york i want to own a fuck that was my goal so the first money I ever got in this business, I bought a place. Your first goal in the business was to to buy a place in Manhattan. I always knew yeah. the first chunk of change I get, real money, yeah. I'm buying an apartment in New York City. I just knew I knew I was doing that. I, I knew Greg Fitzsimmons did it. I knew Bird did it. It was just a fucking solid investment. You know, you can have that money sitting in the bank. You're going to piss it away over time, nickel and dime it. You're going to nickel and dime it. They go here, do this. Look, real this. estate in New York City is never, ever going to be a bad investment. Right. So my, my first goal was to get that. So when I got that place, because I lived in that area for fucking six years, seven years. Are you Hell's, on 47th Street? Hell's Kitchen, yeah. I was on 43rd Street for a while in a doorman building. And I loved every second of it. Yeah, of course. And then... When I bought that place, I'm like, this is it. I'm going to die in this place. Me and my wife used to talk about, we, we used to go to Aruba. 
just me and my wife. Yeah. And we, we, dude, we avoided couples like the plague. Yeah. We see people with kids and we would, they, well, hey, where you staying? Flip flop in. Where's that? And we just lie to them. Fuck you. We're not, we didn't want friends. Yeah. We don't want to fucking talk to anybody. Yeah. We don't want you or near us on the beach. I don't want to have to socialize. I want to dig a hole with your dumb kid. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> and, and now, and then something happened, man. I don't know what it was. I think it was when I got serious, when I was like, you know what? I want to be with my chick. This is my chick. I want to be serious with her. Yeah. And then she said, uh, I said to her one day, you want to have a kid? And uh, she was like, yeah, I think so. And then we were like, all right, fuck it. And then the first kid, the first time she got pregnant, not kid, first time she had a miscarriage. Oh, okay. So that was a motherfucker because I was never going to get that. I'm pregnant again. Now it's like, I'm pregnant. Okay, let's just relax. You know what I mean? Right. But then when we had the kid, it was like, we got to get the fuck out of here. I can't, like, Times Square cannot be my babies R us. No, no, no. It, that, and that's what it was. Right. I had to go through the world to go get fucking You know what formula. I love? You know what I love what you did? I love you did that you did it. I love that you did it is you didn't do the fucking Jersey thing. Because you know what? A lot of guys are scared, so they want to be close to the city. So they try to do like, don't get me wrong, Jersey's, Jersey's nice. But it's people don't understand the traffic and getting over that fucking bridge at 2 o'clock in the morning when they're always doing construction on it. You decided, I'm going to go 25 minutes up the fucking highway in Westchester and and when you asked me, you were like, "Yeah, where where I'm thinking?" Of I said, "Dude, you got to look at Westchester," and you did. And it's it's a great, it's just such a great area. It's a great place to raise a kid. And and now your son has friends up here. Yeah, so he's got a bunch of friends. Yeah, it's it's well, that's the thing too. Is now we go away on Aruba. We had dinner with another couple. Wow, with their kid. You know, and I'm sitting there looking around. This fucking, you know, this guy. This fucking dude, salesman, and his wife. Yeah, yeah. And their kid, and you know, and during the day, we we knew all the couples at the pool now, because you want to know couples now, right? Because you want your kid to have a friend. Yeah. You want, you know, all right, we'll watch your kids. You watch our kids. Let's all fucking make sure our kids don't die. Right. They're yeah. having a good time. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't have to sit there with a squirk one for fucking three hours with Max. Yeah, I hate that though at the beach. What do you mean? No, now I gotta watch some fucking guy's daughter if she's gonna drown and shit. You well, know. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, well, you know. I mean, look, it's just a weird turn of events. Right. That now it's like this vacation we met like six great couples. Yeah. That we'll never see again. So it's safe to say you're a different man. You're a different man today than you were five years ago. As not even I'm, I'm not talking as a comedian, or I'm oh, talking yeah. about as far as a person. You just changed as a person, right? And I do. When I was in New York City, anything happened in the house, call the super. Yeah, call the super. Call the super. No, call but how super. about you as an angry? How about you as anger? Or how about you as things that you were going through in your personal life? Because I know me, like now that I have kids, like my anxiety and things. It's it's definitely there, anxieties, insecurities, and things that we worry about as comedians and that we have, and maybe that's why we do it. You know, I think maybe the relationship I have with my father is a big reason why I do, you know, I do what I do or just always like, you know, the perfectionist, not good enough thing. Yeah. And I'm sure as a comedian, you have your issues with it. But do, children take that away a lot. Like, do, like, do you notice it? Like, do, Well, you know what happens is, is I think that, you know, when, you know, when you when I moved up here and, and all of a sudden I'm a I'm a, a husband and a father, you know there's no more fucking lollygagging. Yeah. There's no more horse shit. You go right. and you do your job because you got to. So that's eliminated. That feeling bad for yourself shit. Yeah. Of being on a pity pot. 
Yeah. You don't get time for that. Go, you know, and your wife doesn't have fucking time. No. Go fucking do what you got to do. Right. You know, you do what you got to do. I got to do what I got to do for this kid, you know. And, you know, your anger leaves too. I think your anger leaves, and I've noticed this. I mean, of course, I go to therapy a lot. But, you know, the anger, when the kid, the first, when he she was pregnant, I was a fucking nightmare. You, I'll, I lost friends, dude. Wait a minute. When your wife when was pregnant. When my wife was pregnant, I was so stressed the fuck out <laughs> about having a child, taking care of somebody, being responsible for something other than myself. I set my whole life up that I could fucking live. I'll live in a hovel. <laughs> uh, honey, you want to be with me? Yeah. You better. I'll fucking live in a hovel if I need to. <laughs> All I'm doing is telling jokes. Yeah. And fucking that's what I do. You yeah. can wait tables. Uh, if if we you have to get seven jobs, right. you get seven. Right. If I have to go to fu- wherever the fuck I gotta go, I'll go. Right. And we don't, who gives a fuck? We have a, a studio apartment. Right. In fucking you know that's, Harlem. That's the mentality. Of that the was a mentality, yeah. hut. That goes away when you have a kid. Oh yeah. Because now you want your kid to fucking have shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your I don't kids want... not living in a fucking hovel. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And then you come up here and it's like, all right, you know, but it also. This is going to sound corny and maybe a little cheesy to some people, but the love that your kid has for you yeah. and the love that you have for your kid, right? Yeah. Makes you happy. Absolutely. Truly happy. Yeah. The the happiness we're searching for in fame yeah. and money. Yeah. And accolades. In our career. In yeah. our career. Yeah. Your kid gives that to you. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's pure. Yeah. And it, it carries you. Yep. It carries you through the day. Yeah. If you allow yourself to take it yeah. and give it, it will take you through the day. And at any part of the day where you feel sad or shitty, yep. you can call your kid or think of your kid and look at a picture of your kid and you will fucking smile and you will light up and you'll be like, fuck you. It's, you know what? It's not that bad. Yeah. I got this little fuck. I can't wait to see this little fuck. Now, it now when you're away for three weeks and you start missing the shit out of them, yeah. And I'll never forget what you said to me, man. And it, and it, 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 it is so true, and it's starting to happen with me. And it fucking broke my heart when you told me, yeah, Dad, you are you are you uh, are you taking the car? Or are you taking the plane going away? Yeah, because he yeah. knows the difference. When you take oh, yeah. a plane, yeah. you're gone for a few days. You know, I'm getting it now, going down to Manhattan. I'm getting it now, going to Manhattan. Dad, are you working tonight? No, I'm off tonight. Yay! Jumping, clapping. We're going to watch a movie. Yay! Dad, you working tonight? Yeah, I got to work the next couple of days. Oh, man. And it is what it is. It is what it is. But, you know, I remember when, because, you know, like I said, I'm in a different I'm in a different place now. I'm about to shoot my first special. My first album did great, but now I got to shoot my first special. Got to get some scripts out there. You have done this. You've got the specials out. You've done the script thing. So you're, like I said, you're a generation ahead of me. So I would be out, and I remember I was sitting with Burr, and he goes, you got everything, man. He goes, you got everything. You did it. Yeah. And I'm going, what are you talking about? And it got, didn't get me upset, but I'm going like, dude, that's easy for you to say, Bill. You know, you got fucking, that's easy for you to say, man. You yeah. know, you got, you know, and he's like, no, you don't understand. He goes, you don't understand what you have at home. He goes, you, you kind of understand. He goes, you think you understand? He goes, but you don't. And then Giannis recently, yeah. another great friend of mine, Giannis goes, uh, 
Gus goes, dude, man, you, you fucking, you know, and, and I'm just like, and now, now that I'm content yeah. and now that I know what I'm doing and now that I'm, I guess, I guess if I had to be a hundred percent honest, Bobby, I guess now that I'm more secure with myself and my abilities and I believe in myself more and I see where my career is going, but I look around and I go, yeah, man, like I got, I kind of got what I want right now. And now it's just, let's get the money up. Let's get the career up and keep going. But yeah, like. And if I'm having a bad day, and I went through a really bad thing, you remember last summer when I was kind of MIA and I was going through what I was going through, that put a lot of things in perspective because I hit rock bottom and then I realized, man, I just want to live. I didn't even care about the career anymore. Right. Like when you think you could die or, you've, or, or you, don't, you don't know where you, what's going to happen and you're in a dark hole and you're in a worse place, you're just like, I just want to be around for my kids. Mm-hmm. And you get that. Like, you, you, you know, you get that. Um, it's perspective. Yeah, like when Lawrence, Tal- Lawrence Taylor got caught with a hooker, right? And... Uh, uh, I mean, what wow. the fuck? That's you, dude. Oh, no. Okay, good. Oof. What happened? No, no. That, I just had my ringtone up. That was a that was a friend, but holy shit. You know, if that was if that was the other thing. I got an, I got the ringer off. If that was, you know, if that's the wife at now. Yeah, you're in You trouble. know, not in, I mean, what the fuck, you know. Fuck. You know, you know, you know what's fucked up? Here's what's fucked up. Oh shit. Okay, no, here's oh, what's shit. fucked up about them. Oh, all right, I love my wife, but here's what's fucked up. Okay. Well, you know, we're just go- talking about perspective and having it all <laughs> and fucking you know where you were at, right? Oh no. <laughs> but here, but here's here's the thing. This, this, this is the problem. This is my this problem. Is about to have a beautiful moment. <laughs> I know. I'm, I got- I'm going, I was in a dark place and all I wanted was my kids. <laughs> no, what I was gonna say about Lawrence Taylor was yeah. he got caught with like a, a like a, a hooker, a minor. Yeah. And then when he got caught and it was like another downfall and there were drugs and he said, I just want to be with my wife. <laughs> but I kind of actually understand. Yeah. I know as, as crazy as that sounds and it seems selfish, I kind of understand he was in a bad place doing things and he yeah. just kind of wanted to be with the people that he knows loves him. But here's my problem. Here's my problem with, with women. Okay. And uh, the, you're blanking in. I mean, this is a relation, blanket. Women in a relation. Women in, in relationships that I've seen and from what I've heard with friends. Okay. And it's not a, it's not, it just feels like, and I don't know if, if your lovely wife does this to you. I don't know because I, I've actually never even heard you say anything like this, but I, don't you find it that like when we do something, yeah. when I do something, yeah. it's like, why would you and this and that and why, you, you know, you should have thought this out better and this and that. But if my wife goes out and I'm not shitting on her, my wife works hard, she should go up. But when my wife goes out and goes with friends or does something or it's a big work event, yeah. I go, go, have, have fun. What are you going to be home, one? Yeah. Great. But make yeah. it two. Yeah. Make it two. With me, it's like, when are you coming home? What, 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 what were you guys, and, and, and I, it's just, it just seems like a selfish fucking thing. All right, can you I know? tell you why? I don't tweet. Listen, I mean, I don't text. I don't text. Where are you? You should have been home. Or, and not that she does that a lot, but I don't do it at all. I don't do it at all. You know For why, example, you know okay, why. go, ahead, go uh, ahead. No, go ahead. For example, go ahead. For example, okay. Yeah, I'm going to. Bobby's having a card game. What? Bobby's having a card game. You lie. No, no, no. I'm not. Not in reality. I'm. I'm this I'm, is I, a fake. I'm example. using a hypothetical. All right. Bobby's having a card game. He has a card game the first Thursday of every month. I decided I'm going to go this Thursday. Right. And oh, oh, what, what's going on? Why? Okay, what time will you be home now? Do you, you know, I mean, we, we were going to do something. Yeah, I know, but I told him I'd go. I really like to go. All right, I won't be late. Well, how late? I don't know, but whatever. All right, well, you know, we got stuff to do. And just, just that whole pressure. We got stuff to do the next day, so think about think about it. My wife says, hey, you know, Lisa, Lisa wants to, we we're going to do something with Lisa. I'm like, Go fucking go. Yes, I want you to have that. I want you to have that release. I know how hard you work. 
Okay? And if it be, you know, and, and it's, if there's no texting and there's nothing. Why is that? I'll tell you why. Why is that? Is it a trust thing? No. What is it? You gotta th- forget. You know, don't forget that we see the world. We go all over the country. We do amazing shit all the fucking time. Okay? All the fucking time. Okay? Where does your wife work? Stanford, Connecticut, software company. Every day. Monday through Friday. Same place. Same place. Drives there. Drives there. Drives home. Drives home. Next day, drives there. <laughs> yeah. Drives home. Yeah, drives home. When she gets home, who's waiting for her? Me and the kids. Kids. Mo- you and the kids. It's always the kids. Maybe not you. Oh. You might be you might be at a movie theater in fucking North Carolina by yourself, <laughs> lying down with fucking right. pretzels and cheese. Right? Yes. Yes. You're right. Okay. You're right. So the reason why that when she's up your you don't give the reason why you don't give a shit <laughs> is cause you've done a ton of fun shit that week. Right. You went down to the stand. Yeah, yeah, you had a day. You worked too. You were with the kids. You did your shit. Yeah. But then at night, your fucking, your self-esteem is getting just dick sucked. Yeah. You know, you're going on stage. You're killing it. That was just so fun. Thank you. Thank you. Hell, this fan. <laughs> love the pot. Oh, thank you very much. Hey, you want to smoke a cigar? Yeah, let's smoke a cigar. Want to get a drink? Let's get a drink. Fuck yeah. You are nailing this, dude. No fatness. Right? You're, yes. Yes. All right. Yes. She's going to wake up tomorrow and go where? Stanford fucking Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. And then come home and be a mom. A new, new Lexus Cook now. Cook some food. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, new Lexus. Yeah. But you know, she's fucking working a cunt off she's for her working, too. She's working. And let me tell you, <laughs> women without jobs, okay, it's crazy too. Because I've stayed home all day. And I've taken care of that kid once in a while. It's nuts. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, no, I've done mom, it too. It's crazy. So, you know, it's like... When they're like, what are you doing? Because they're, first of all, number one, they're set on a schedule. Yeah. What time are you coming home? What We got shit to do tomorrow. Because they don't want you, because you've done it in the past. Yeah. They're probably a little gun. They don't want you to go, oh, I, I got to sleep. I got to. I didn't get home till three. I was out with Giannis at the fucking so. Yeah. And then you, yeah. Okay, well, I told you, now you're sleeping in. Yeah. You know, they, I got to get up and go to fucking here. And you got to get up and do this. And we got to get this done. Because you know everything's on a schedule, you know. I I was giving her shit last week. You're fucking 100 percent right. I'm giving her shit. I was giving her shit about the kid taking a nap. I'm like, you know, the kid's tired. She goes, I don't want him napping. I want him, he, you know. I'm like, if he's you're pushing him through this, he's gonna be a cunt <laughs> because he's tired and you're not. If if he sleeps, he's gonna be up till fucking ten. Yeah. And blah blah blah. And if you know, we gotta. You know, Hey, you know, I, I don't agree with you. Blah, blah, blah. I'm busting her balls. Okay. So then cut to that night where he didn't nap. I mean, he did take a nap. He took like a 40, me and him, 45 minute nap. We took a nice hot nap middle of the day. Yeah. It's the greatest. Oh. Oh, we're in, I was in my bed. He came in. I don't know how you do 45. I mean, well, if I he, go down, I'm two hours. <laughs> well, he fucking, he, right out. Cut to 10 o'clock that night when I had to do shit. Yeah. He was fucking nuts. Wow. Nuts. And she's just looking at me like, go ahead, motherfucker. It's up. Go ahead. Do your thing. It's on you now. It's on you now. Because she knew. 
Well, it's like, you know, they, they have this thing down. Their lives are different than us. Our lives change every day. We go somewhere different every week. Yeah. We're doing different stuff. We're doing right. one show, two show. We're doing radio. We're doing all the shit that's hard, but we love fucking doing it. Yeah. You know what? I got to say, you're that, you're 100% right, and, and, and I don't even have any rebuttal to that. You're 100% right. I think it is is that... They do the the everyday thing, and and they like like civilians, normal people, and we have this unbelievable show business, travel, run around, and listen, it is fun. It's fun. I mean, but it's not easy, Bobby. Like the, the you know, like I tell her, she was like, you know, she jokes around when I go on the road, or like you know, if we, me and Bart, Nick, and Burl go to like a sporting event, she goes, oh yeah, you guys are going on your shenanigans tour again. And I was like, yeah, but we're also making thousands of people laugh. Like it's it's re- like we forget what we do. I mean, I know I know it, it comes easier to us because yeah. that's our job. But it's it's yeah. <laughs> right, listen, <laughs> listen. Yeah, you got to put it in perspective again. It's like okay, it, could you switch with her for a week? She gets to go with Burr and Bartnick on tour, right? And you have to go to Stanford, right? Yeah, for five days. Yeah, all no. day long. No, dude, you want to laugh? What? I was in a writer a writer's room. Yeah. I don't know how these people do it. Why? I couldn't do it. Yeah, you could. I was in a writer's room for fucking three hours, and I'm going, I don't give a fuck this. Really? Fuck this. Yeah, I was in. It was a, you know, I mean, listen, it was, listen, I could handle if it's a writer's room for SNL, you know, if it's a writer's room. <laughs> Something you loved, yeah. If it's a writer's room show. for SNL and I'm making fuck, it's a historic credit. Yeah. Like, you know, a staff writer on SNL for a year or two on the resume yeah. is going to help you get jobs and it looks great. That's yeah. one thing. But like these shows, like I talk to comics and they're like, yeah, you know, they had me go in for a couple of weeks. We sat in there for fucking eight hours and they're like, yeah, it's hard to do stand up and stuff. I wouldn't do that, man. I, I love, I got to be honest with you. I love, and, and now, and I'm sure this happens to you, but when you don't care about a show, when you don't care about doing things, and you start getting funnier, people come to you. And I didn't think that was going to happen. What do you mean? I remember, I mean, I got great advice from a lot of great veteran comedians, but one thing that I heard was, you're worrying too much about, like I'm talking about in this business, okay? This is why I love it. That's why I love having you on the podcast because you've done all this stuff, and this is going to be, I think, a nice thing to talk about. You want, you want. You see a peer get something. I want that. I want that. How do I get on that show? Or why, why am I getting on the show? Why is he getting on the show? Yeah. I, well, I, need, I need to be on that show. I'm funny enough to be on that show. Yeah. I think I'm funnier than that guy. He got that show. And you start calling managers and agents. How's this guy in the thing? What am I going to do? And they're like, listen, when you don't care, like honestly, when you don't care about that anymore and you just get good and yeah. you just get better and you get undeniable, like people are like, oh yeah, so-and-so said they like you on the show. Or like, and you're like, oh shit. You know, and it happened. Like it slowly, slowly happens, but we're in a, are you ever content? Are you content now? Are you? Are you? So, so let me ask you this question. You've had a couple of specials out, right? I have one special out. You have one special out, and yeah. what? Two albums? I got three albums. So you got three albums, yeah, and one special. So you have four hours of material out. You f- I got one, two, shit. I got three hours, but probably around four because the last one was. The CD had extra shit. I did an hour and 50 on my special. We cut it down to an hour. You did an hour and 50? Because I was supposed to do the special like a year and a half before. Oh, okay. And then just... it was before the kid. I was supposed to do the special. And then the kid came. Ah, uh, gotcha. I walked away from the deal. Gotcha, gotcha. The deal was on the table, but they wanted me to film it at this theater, which I didn't want to film my special. I, to- I told you this. I didn't want to be at a theater. You know, I saw so many people that don't play theaters 
Look, if you're selling out, if you're Burr, do your special at a theater. Right. You know what I mean? But if you're a comic yeah. that plays clubs and all of a sudden you're at a theater, yeah. I was like, eh, I don't know about that. I yeah. just didn't want, so I wanted to do it at a club, so I walked away from the deal. Okay. So a year and a half later, all of a sudden my kid was You born, got all this material, yeah. And I got all this other mm, shit. Yeah. It was a different vibe, so I had a lot of extra stuff on there. And you have a half hour. So basically you have out yeah. there, out there in the world or whatever, plus whatever TV shows you did in Canada. You've probably it's probably safe to say you've put out almost five hours of material on t- television. I would say four, four and a half. Four, four and a half hours, right. So you did that. You got the TV show, you got the script, you got another TV show in the works. A lot of things have happened. You're traveling, you're headlining nationally, you're making yeah. money. Is but the hunger to get more and the are you are you unsatisfied? Like I gotta get, I gotta get. Or now that you did those things, now it's like, because I would feel like somebody at your level would say, "I got these things. I put these things out. I could, you know, I'm, I'm headlining nationally. I'm making money. Now let me just pick and shoot. Like now, I just want to get the right project that I want done. Or are you, or are you going? Fuck that. I need a movie. I need, I need more. I need more. I need, I need, I need. Still, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't do that. I'm trying not to do that. Because, you know, th- there has to be a point. You know, you always look at like a Louis or a, a Burr or a Patrice or a Chappelle or, a, you know, you're like, oh, I want, I want that, I want that career, and it's like you can't have that career. That career is already got. That right. career is already got. You can't have what they have. You can you can appreciate what they have. You can be like, oh, Louis. Did this and that, and now he does this and has this. You can appreciate that, and when whatever it is that you do, you're equivalent to that. You can have, but right. you can't have that. That's not. It's already got. I can't have. You know, I'm not gonna do. Yeah, but can't you say what they got? And I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off, but can't you say what they got was already got by Pryor? No, it wasn't got by Pryor. Pryor did it totally different. Pryor was famous as a clean comic and then quit comedy and went back and redid it as, you know, Pryor that we did it, you know, that we saw, you know, and Pryor had Paul Mooney helping him write and other people. Pryor was like a business. Don't forget that. Pryor employed a lot of people. Pryor was a movie star, you know, a a black comedic film star back when there really wasn't that many black fucking comedic film stars yeah. and he was he just happened to be one of the funniest comics on the fucking planet yeah you know at the yeah. time yeah you know and then you have uh you know i mean you just go through the list i mean chris rock chris rock you know he he was done after snl he was fucking done yeah young and then he started doing at&t commercials that were funny remember that remember the wow. commercials yeah and then he got his show yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, he had fucking Louis C.K., Nick DiPaolo, Wanda Sykes writing his fucking show. Yeah. Right. He he was Chappelle before Chappelle. Yeah. I, I saw Rock on. Uh, Rock said something amazing um, on Inside the Actor Studio. He said. He said, I started to get great when I stopped trying to be famous. Yep. Because he said he wanted the SNL fame. Then he wanted the movie fame. That goes and he away. Was do- and he was doing all that shit. And he was just trying to get famous, doing TV shows. He wanted to be like a, a star. And then he goes, my stand-up got great when I just went out there and did stand-up. 
And it's like yeah. that. I I respect that. I I like that. And then I like the way like if you can get to a certain point of stand up, then people will ask you to be in a movie. You know, like that's that's what I want. I think you can. I think you can realize. You know, look. I love m- me personally. Yeah. I love being on a set. You know, I like having a script, being around other actors, being in your trailer, kind of, you know, getting other actors. Like, I, you know, I just did this thing in L.A., this quick little thing that nobody will ever see. Some, you know, I don't know, maybe they will, but, you know, it was a great producer, like one of the biggest guys, the guy who produced uh, Arrested Development. The sh- the writer for that showrunner for that right Mitch uh, fuck I forget his last name he's one of the biggest guys in Hollywood funny but uh I I, I, <laughs> I forgot his name he's well, <laughs> um I feel I, I wine I, something go ahead uh, Berg I think it was a Berg <laughs> was it a Berg <laughs> I think so yeah. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> it wasn't and, uh, a Tatucci. <laughs> Mr. Tucci. <laughs> you missed the Tucci. He wrote a rest of That's like, uh, you ever see Sebastian's bit on Doctors? He goes, yeah, this is, Ro- this is Rocco Antonucci. He goes, you got a Lipowitz back there? <laughs> yeah, it was a Berg or a Stein or something like that. Well, yeah. he's, he's a fucking greatest guy I ever met. One of the greatest guys I ever met. Yeah. Like as far as He created Arrested Development? Yeah, he was the uh yeah, he was a showrunner. He was the fucking head guy. He's just one of the biggest producers in Hollywood. Got he's, that Yeti? He's the fucking greatest guy ever, right? Yeah, right. But I'm on the set with other comics that I didn't know. We were fucking hanging out, making each other laugh. We were rehearsing the scene, trying to get it right. Then all of a sudden you're in the scene and you're working it, right? You're coming up with funny shit to say, you know. And it's like this thing, and you know, you know when your fucking shot is, when their shot is, you know, it's like this process that I love. I love being on a set. Is my point. I love collaborating. Oh, put it right there on a set. But then you go, and you head over to a comedy club for the weekend. What? The and you're fuck? getting uh, who knows? And you're getting you know now you're there. You got to meet these other guys. Hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. And then they bring you out and you got to go in front of a crowd for the next fucking hour. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit. This is fucking intense. This is great. I love I love all those facets of it. But, you know, can, you know am I going to sit here and worry about who's in the crowd? Who's going to see me? Who? I mean, look, the, the one of the greatest things I've ever done was Louis C.K. gave me a... a, a a little small part in his show. Yeah. That wound up being one of the biggest shows ever. Yeah. And, you know, I got a, li- a couple parts in that, a couple episodes over the years that people still are like, dude, oh my, that was great. I loved yeah. your episode. Yeah. You know, that that was fucking, that's great to me. But that's that's his. That's not mine. Right. I don't know. Who knows if I ever get mine? Who knows what that is? You know, I do know that Noam actually, Noam from the Comedy Cellar posted something on Facebook tonight. Every great person, everybody that's done something great has had great people help them along the way. Yes. Okay? Yes. So, 
you can't you to you have to kind of be around these great people to achieve great shit. Well, yeah, I mean, Louis saw you and gave you an opportunity. You know, Bill Burr saw me kill and gave me an opportunity. You know, Mm -hmm. he he you know he said, but but the flip side to that, Bobby, is you earn that. Like you know, some people, some some people, like, and I know that there are definitely comedians that go, you know, you know, especially did before they see me perform. Yeah. Before they see me, like, oh, that's Bill's. That yeah, he got that. That's Burr's guy. That's Burr's guy. But what they fail to understand is, Burr came to me. Burr came to me. Right. I opened for Burr in an Opie and Anthony wild, ruckus crowd. Opie and Anthony fucking animals when they were together in the height. Yeah. 400 people at Rascals in Montclair. Yeah. And Burr goes, dude, you were the other guy on the show. He goes, you fucking, you fucking ripped. And I was like, yeah, and he came to me. And then he said, I'm going to refer you to this room. And then he heard I did good in that room. And he goes, oh, next time you're at the, I'm at the stress factor, you're going to come with me to that room. Yeah. And so Louie gave you that chance to be in his show. Yeah. But he liked what you did. He liked you for the show. He liked you for the part. He right. had you in his mind for the part. Louis was alone or talking with people in the show because he was the writer, creator, director. And he said to somebody, Bobby, who, who do you want for your brother? Who, who do you think should play your brother? No, that, he didn't. What do you mean he didn't? He didn't. He didn't ask anybody. He just went, hey, you want to do this? I wrote this thing. Well, yeah, but then- Louis' so- show was, Louis, Louis was like, uh, hey, I wrote this. I get a call- on a fucking Monday. Hey, I did this thing. Do you want to come do it? It's on Thursday. Yeah. What should I wear? Uh, just wear your clothes. All right. So no, that so, was a different. I mean, right? No, but I right. mean, it's a different thing. But I understand what you're saying. No, but, but that's actually proving my point more because he just called you. He called you. He had that in mind, and he goes, "Hey, I wrote this thing. Do you want right. to?" That means he's thinking of you when he wrote it. But exactly. But I think I I think back to your point with Chris Rock. When you forget about. The prize, yes, which is yes. hard to do, yes, because if you can get the prize, because the prize is the fucking mega bucks. It's a winning lottery ticket. The prize is the prize is life changing. The prize is a winning lottery ticket. Yes, it's on the line. Yeah, what? It's on the line. What did Jay Leno say? This is a business where you, you know, you do this business making $30,000 a year in the hopes of that turns into, we're the only business where you could, it could, it's like hitting the lottery. Yeah. It's on the line. It's there. Now you, you, you either fucking, you know, look at everybody else and what they get. I want that. I want that. I want this. I want, I want what they, and you'll fucking get sad and go nuts. Yeah. And you'll be like, it's never coming. Right. Or. You enjoy what the fuck you do, right? You uh, you stay humble, try to stay grateful, and and you do the work, and try to be creative. The only time I've ever gotten anything in this business was when I was being creative, when I was doing the work. That is one of the best points, man. And I love that. I love that you said that because before my breakdown, before I had what I had. I was, I was, I was, I was never, and, and anybody will tell you this, Bobby, and you knew me, you knew me for year, years before that. I was never a bitter comic, ever, ever, but I was a competitor. I'm a competitor. Right. You know, I was never bitter, but I'm like, what the fuck? I just tore down the fucking, I just did this. Like, why the fuck? You know, and I would get, you know, I'm competitive and, and I would get that. Now, I don't know what happened. Blinders on, brother. Blinders on. 
you know what, give me a microphone in a crowd and let me do what I do and let the chips fall where they may. And since I've done that, and I can honestly say, since I've done that, things are coming my way right now for the, I was just telling you, this is the first time in my career where like, you know, you know, and it's, it's for no other reason. That's why, that's why, uh, good over there? Yeah, we're good. No, I'm just checking. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I was just making sure everything's working. I was just, yeah, I would imagine that. We were just talking. We're having this fucking great conversation. I've done that. We're having a great conversation, talking about family, talking about career, talking about everything. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, dude, nobody, nothing. You've had that? Dude, I've done that in my, my studio where I laugh so hard. I hit the table. The computer shut down. No. Fucking 30 minutes later, the greatest podcast ever. Oh. It's like, this is... I look down, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I have three things backing up my fucking... Yeah, that's yeah. Why I have fucking a bunch of interns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that... You, I think that that was the best point. That was one of the best things I've ever heard on my podcast. There you go. Episode 300. Bobby Kelly just said it, and I think it's, it's, it's something to be said. The greatest things come to you when you're doing something that you, you that the two things you just said basically, yeah. when you're being creative. But what were you really saying? What you're really saying is things that you can control. Yeah. Things that you can control. When we, I can control when I have a microphone and there's a crowd. I can control a script I write. I can control a meeting that I'm in. Yeah. I can control that. I can't control what somebody else's client gets. No. I can't control what industry wants. No. I can't control what they're going to give me. You and, can go and, up and kill. Yeah. I've seen people. It's like versus killing in obscurity. Yes. Yeah. I can go up and fucking annihilate, right? And I know the people that have gone up and just did mediocre, or even not even good. And after the show, all the industries around that other person, they want nothing to do with me. I know. I mean nothing. And how did you feel? Like what when you did that? Like did you? Well, you because you think that you just you you're owed something more than the laughs, <laughs> and you're not. You're not owed. You're not. No, you think you're owed something because of those because of the laughs. Yeah, because more than laughs. Like okay, I I killed, but because I killed so hard, I need something else. Well, somebody should come up to me and hand me something. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, people say, "Oh, you're funny. You're funny. You're funny. You're funny." But, you know, does that pay your mortgage when you're looking, you know, to, to, right. to you know, have what that guy has, have a yeah. Louis, have a yacht, have what right. Burr has, right? you know, have what Rogan has, or you, know, you look at these guys, you're like, fuck, I want a muscle car. Right. <laughs> I want a fucking extra muscle car just sitting around. <laughs> yeah. Drive around fucking once every six months. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Around fucking LA. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Be, yeah, I, you know, I, my car is my fucking car. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But I think when you forget about that, when you forget about the 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 things, the people, places, and things, when you forget about the people, places, and things, and you worry about, like you said, the things you can control. control. Yeah. You know, a pen and a fucking piece of paper. Yeah. A computer. You know, going into the city, trying new shit, doing what you got to do, right? Hundred percent, and you just barrel down on that. Yeah, yeah. It may take two years. It yeah. may take six months. It may take forever, but you can be proud of. Oh man, I've been working my ass off. Yeah, I've been doing my job. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, and that's yeah, and I think that that's I think people get lost in that, and I think uh, well, people in the it's because of this the exterior. You got all these fucking people that don't know the business. 
that are looking at you like, what are, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, what what the fuck are you doing? Oh, what happened with that thing? Well, well, why yeah. are you you're not on shit? Your show got canceled. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, first of all, shows every show gets canceled. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. Um, and this business is a fucking crazy business. Now, you can, you, you know, you, you could be killing it one year on everything. Everybody loves you. But there's going to be somebody they love better next year. Yeah. Okay? That's just fucking the way it is. Yeah. Remember Brad Pitt was the motherfucker? Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck about Brad anymore. <laughs> fucking yelled at his kids. Drank too much. Fucking gave shit to his, you know, he double mastectomy wife. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 So it, everything, everybody's fame flips up. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I heard, uh, what's her name? Uh Who's that girl that's in that the 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 the, uh, the Avengers? What's her name there? Uh, the 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 Scarlet, Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, yeah. You know she was she's friends with Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Now she was a kid in New York City as an actress, you know, and Ethan Hawke was the motherfucker back in the day. Yeah. Now the look, motherfucker. Yeah. And yeah. she knew Ethan Hawke back then. When she was, you know, she had no tits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Little kid. Now she wouldn't step on his grave. No, <laughs> no I mean. Just kidding. <laughs> dude, she's fucking opening movies by herself. Yeah. She's getting paid 20 mil. Yeah. She's in the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. She's in every movie there is. Yeah. She's one of the biggest stars out there. Woman, male, whatever. So you're talking about a little kid that probably saw Ethan was like, oh my God, he's the, oh, and now she. Now, now, Ethan looks at her like, wow. Yeah. No, Ethan, well, he, you know, he's a great actor, still is. Yeah. But he's in a different stage of his life. Yeah, yeah. So it's can you handle those stages of life? Can you evolve into where you evolve into? You know? Yeah. Now, finances are one thing. I mean, look, you, you know, you want to be happy. You don't want to worry about money. You want your kid to have things. You want family. That is an issue. You have to make sure you're smart with your money. Right. But you have to live by your means. You know? You have to live with what you got. You know, you can't, you know, I know guys who fucking went, you know, go buy a massive house, the first fucking hit of fame they get, you know, they got fucking three cars, they get the fucking, uh, you know, the, the, <laughs> the motorcycle, the crazy house with a pool, you know, and then, you know, the show gets canceled, their fame goes to shit, you know, because the next guy comes up or the next girl comes up and now where the fuck he at? And then they got to sell their shit. And downgrade. I think it was Burr who said that. Burr was like, yeah, he always used to say, just fucking pay your shit off. Get Just pay, pay your off, yeah. Don't fucking live crazy. You don't need, if you don't need it, don't get it. Yeah. He, you, know, he, you know, he was in my head when I bought this house. Because we were, we were going to buy a five bedroom. We were going to buy a five fucking bedroom. Yeah. I was going to buy the house. Yeah. I was going to buy the house. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you could do that later. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was like, why am I going to go right yeah. now when my career is such this fucking pliable thing? Everything's going good. You know, why am I going to go and become, you know, who the fuck knows what's going to happen? You know, I don't know what the fuck is what's going on, but I know that, you know, let me get this. Let me get a house that's I can do. Yeah. That I love. Yeah. That's the shit that has everything I need, but I don't have to fucking worry. Yeah. I don't have to make sure I'm on a fucking, you know, a show every year. Yeah. yeah. You right. Know? Yeah. It's something that's feasible because you're doing well. Why go? Yeah. You don't need a fucking palace right now. Who the fuck knows? 
dude, who knows what audition? You know what I mean? Like, the, I always watch these Law & Order people. You're like, do you think they knew back in the day that they were going to have a gig for the next 20 years? Getting paid fucking ridiculous money? No. no. They were just going on auditions, audition, audition. Yeah. Right? And they booked a gig. And now it's a dream gig. Yeah. They're set for life. Yeah. Who the fuck knew that was going to happen? It's Who knew Ice T, cop killer? Yeah. Was going to be on fucking Law and Order. <laughs> for fucking two for, decades. Yeah, for two decades. <laughs> just banking it. Yeah. No, just crushing it. Yeah. Crushing it. No, you're right. You're right. You never know what that, you never know what that thing's going to be. But you, if you're worrying about it, if you're you thinking about it, yeah. or trying to get it, yeah, I think you're fucked. I, 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 that's what I, that's what I think. You know, that's that's what I was getting at. I, I think you can't, you can't. I don't look at that. I look at what's in front of me. I look at what's in front of me right now. You know, mm. that's just look at what's in front of you, and and that's the way to go about this business. Don't worry about what somebody else is doing. Somebody else is. Pay- I've also seen this in this business, this business chew people up and spit them the fuck out. You know. I've seen it. I've seen a guy gets fucking a development deal, goes out to L.A., everybody's got their fucking hand out for this guy. Hey, man, we love you. You're this guy. Everything. And all of a sudden, the show doesn't go. And all of a sudden, we're, he's just fucking looking around, walking around L.A. You know, nobody's there. And the, and the hands go less and less. Everybody's going and they go to the next pilot, the, the next guy's pilot. And it's like, fuck that, man. I mean, dude, I've seen it. Look, you know, people get a lot of shit and all of a sudden it goes away. And you didn't do the work. You know what I mean? You didn't do the work. Yeah. Your your shit didn't evolve. Like your comedy didn't evolve. Comedy's at such a high level right now. Comics, the guys that are out there right now, the killers, yeah. set a curve right now that's, I mean... Unbelievably high. It's really high. Yeah. It's really hot. Comedy right now, like when I watch old comedy, <laughs> when I watch old comedy now, and I see now, it's like the bar is high now. Oh my god! You dude. know the bar. The bar is high now. Like what? What people don't understand? This second boom, because <coughs> excuse me, we're in the second boom now. The boom. The first boom was 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 eighties, early nineties, and it went away. Died. Yeah. We're in the second boom of comedy. Comedy clubs are opening across the country now. Yeah. Comedy clubs are packed across the country now. Everybody wants comedians in their shows now. Comedy is back. And the level is... Uh, there's a lot of bad. Let's be honest. So, and, 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 and here's the other thing. And how you know it's not... Not everybody is a killer. Because, you know, you got the... Let's do the... And this is not, nothing against... There's a lot of theme shows. <laughs> and the theme shows let me know what's going on. You got roast battle. You got let's do a show with our dicks out. You got another show. Let's let's do you know let's do and and, and a lot of these people are my friends. Yeah, but like well, you know, back in do, the day, it was just improv. It was back in the it day, was improv and stand up. Yeah, it was improv and stand. It was like you know you know when the boom was happening, it was a lot of improv. Yeah, they had like improv groups. Yeah, and, now it's like know. do a set with one sneaker on. You know, it, it's a fuck. You know, and it's becoming that. You take my act, I'll take yours. Yeah, or I'm gonna throw you a line, and you, you know, it's just, and it's becoming this thing. And like, I see why four year comics are doing this roast battle stuff because they're like, hey, this is an opportunity for me to be seen. But these guys aren't doing hours; yeah. they're not doing hours. You know, and they don't need to do hours anymore. Comics don't need to do an hour anymore. Well, if you want to make money on the road, you do though. No, they can. St- I mean, look, comics go on the road now, and they do 45 minutes. And oh, right, right, right. And it's very. Um, you know, rhythmatic. There's a rhythm to it. It's very, um, 
like a uh, like a Tonight Show set. Yeah, well, not. Mo- I know. It's very like a like a monologue. Yeah, it's like that fucking. Um, yeah, it's it's just not monologue. It's 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 just very Tonight Show. It's very set up punch tag. Yeah, you know this is you know. You know, no, you're not going to get offended. And if I do offend you, I'm going to do sneaky. It's going to be cute. I'm going to be adorable. It's going to be ironic. I'm <laughs> right. going to offend you in an ironic way. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to hit you. You're going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and, you know, um, but the guys out there that are really, to me, and I, I don't say there's anything wrong with that comedy because some people do it very well. I know a lot of guys do well. It's not my comedy, though. For me, I mean, that's not what I do. That's not what I want to do. Yeah, but. there's some guys out there, though, like, you know, like a Louie or a Burr or, you know, the Rocks. or the, They say what the fuck. They just say it. There's yeah. nothing ironic about it. You know? There's nothing ironic about it. They just it. say it. Well, yeah. When, and then, you know, when Burr goes, oh, fucking Hillary. He's going to be the, really? We're going to have the, you know, the, the uh, uh, fucking, uh, the first yeah. male... First lady, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's yeah, nothing ironic yeah, about that. No, it's just that funny. is a statement, and people are gonna go, "What the yeah. fuck?" And then he's gonna back that up, yeah, with his point of view, right? That's very funny, yeah, right, right, yep. So, you and know, that's not happening everywhere. No, no, it's not. It's not happening everywhere. But comedy clubs are fine with that because you know, look at comedy clubs hate getting fucking complaints. Comedy club hate it. Yeah. You know, I went to your club last night. They're such fucking crowd fuckers. A lot of these clubs. Oh yeah. They just want to. Ma- they just want that person coming back next week, and with five other people. Yeah, yeah. They want you know. Hey, we. Your, it's your birthday. You get ten yeah. tickets. Yeah. They yeah. don't want to hear. Well, last time we went there, this guy said some stuff about Hillary. Oh yeah. Well, they don't yeah. want that oh. shit. You know well, what I'm saying? They're, they're so- not gonna have me back in Cincinnati. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah. What what happened? Oh, there's a guy waiting for me upstairs. What? Guy's waiting for me upstairs, and he mm-hmm. goes, "You makes you tell Paul Verzi I'm up. He could suck my dick and make sure he gets his comment card." The manager grabbed the comment card. The comment card was warm. He was holding it so tight. Really? Yeah, and it said like Verzi, Paul Verzi, fuck you. Listen to this shit, and you know me, I'm not liberal. And he goes, Paul Verzi, fuck you, you fucking liberal. And he's up there going, yeah, he wants to say that shit about Trump. He wouldn't be saying that shit about Trump if he was investing in the stock market. Fuck this guy's a millionaire. He didn't even realize. What he failed to realize was when I was talking about this, I said, I'm getting tired of people shitting on Trump. That's how I opened it. And then I goofed on Trump a little bit. I was joking, talking about, you know, you know, complain about it, you know, whatever. Got upset. I did a mass shooting joke. People walked out. People um, walked out on a mass shooting joke? Yeah. Yeah, I got a mass shooting joke. It's my closer. And uh, <laughs> how do you know they just were? They just leave. It was very weird, and I don't know if they just left, but right as I went into it, yeah. I just saw a couple like heads down. They got right. I mean, I was ending the set. I was an hour, and I was ending the set. Yeah. And they got up and they walked out. And I, the manager I, seemed a little. They loved me. Yeah. But the manager seemed, and you know, but people. I think people saw. I mean, it was. It was. Yeah. It was just one of those things where, like, I'm gonna say. They've had fucking people. You know what? And it's funny too, because I'm, I'm trying to work out this hour, this new hour, and you know, look, I. <laughs> I have I, I see them get up because I have people like me from so many different venues now. Yeah. You know, I got people that like me from my podcast. They know what they're getting. Right. People like me from Opie and Anthony. They know what they I have people that like me from my Marin thing. And then they come see me, they're like, Oh, this isn't you know, I opened up on Marin. I talked you know, we talked about, you know, being abused as a child and yeah. you know, and they were like they came down to hear that shit. 
they wanted me to sit on a stool and fucking, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah. Well, which is fine, you know, and I do do some of that here and there in my act. But, you know, when you're working out that hour and it's not the fucking hour, I've had people get up and I just see them call it quits halfway through. Yeah. You know, you know, the most people that don't like me are pretty white girls. And why is that? Because they don't, because I'm, because I'm fucking, first of all, I'm not a great looking guy. I'm not fucking, I'm not up there fucking being gorgeous, being cute. I'm up there fucking doing what I do and they get, they get bored with it. I can't keep their intention because they're, they're disconnected from fucking humanity. They have no empathy for other fucking people. Right. If it, there's not enough bells and whistles for those fucking cunts <laughs> to keep them focused. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, you know, I remember I was in San Fran and there's this one kid in the front row. Good looking guy, thinks he's the shit, you know, probably new car. Him, you know, his girl was sweet as hell. But he, you know, he's just a fuck. He thinks he's the motherfucker. Yeah. He is the motherfucker. Yeah. And he came in, got tickets. Probably his girl wanted to go see me, right? She was a sweetheart. I look, he's on his phone. I go, what the, what are you in your fucking, really? You're on your f- front row? On your fucking phone? Yeah. Uh. And he goes, just keep going. Do your thing. Keep doing Oh, this. that's the worst. It's like, listen, first of all, you don't fucking make those decisions. Second of all, get off your fucking phone. Yeah. Why don't you be a fucking man yeah. and put your phone... Who the fuck has to look at their phone? Yeah. I go, you You come to a, fuck, a live event, you take your phone out? Yeah. Go to a diner. Well, it's just like, you know, I see phones come out here and there, and I don't say yeah. nothing, but yeah. you're in the front row, you know... Jesus, I mean, a second, okay. Right. But you're on your fucking phone. You're, yeah. you're checking something out. Absolutely. So... You know, you have these fucking people leave, but fuck them. Fuck them. No, I, I, you know, when I was a younger comic, I'd be devastated. If there was a negative comment card or if somebody didn't like me, I'd be devastated. Now, you know, I remember the first time I opened for Patrice. He must have walked, walked four to six people every set. Oh, yeah. There's four to six people every set. A lot yeah. of times women just get up and walk out. Yeah. And I'm going, man, how can they allow, like, how does he, like... You know, and then I and then I think I think he said something or somebody said something. When the people walk out, they were never going to be your fans anyway. Ever. Those people aren't coming to you when you get to a theater or you start selling never out. Those people back. aren't coming to see you. They're not your fans. It's the people that are your fans that love your podcast and the people that love you and know you yeah. and know you from radio and know you from yeah. a podcast and know your personality right. and love you and believe in you. Those yeah. are diehards. Those are the people that keep coming out. And that's what, you know, comics have to understand. You know, it's not about appeasing everybody. It's nope. about saying what you want to say and the people that love it and get it like it. Right. That's what it is. That's it. And certain club owners are going to love you. And certain and club owners won't. Right. Right. And that's what you have to fucking deal with. You have to be able to, you have to, be able to deal with that in your comic ego. Um, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, our goal is to sell it out. Our goal is to not worry about selling tickets. Yeah. If, I mean, I, that's the one thing. I wish you could... I wish, you know, even me, you know, even Norton was bitching about selling tickets, you know? Yeah. It's a hard time. I mean, yeah, the comedy is in a boom right now, but there's so much of it. Right. You know, there's so much of it. Yeah, like, that, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to mention names, but I heard, you know, I'll tell you after, but I heard some really big comedians, big comedians that aren't, sell, like, that aren't selling out. Yeah. Because, like you said, there's so much going on. Well, dude, I'm in fucking San Fran, and Michelle Wolf said a club I can walk to. Right. Not that we're the same demographic. Right. But if there's if there's one game in town, yeah, people are coming to one of us. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. So, you know, they, you know, but it's this, actually the same company has two yeah. clubs. Yeah. You know, I remember yeah. I used to do comics at Foxwoods. They, they booked the theater, Ralphie Mays at the right theater. There, yeah. And I'm over at the club. Yeah. I'm walking by the line. People go, hey, Bob A. I'm like, where are you going? Oh, Ralphie. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I opened for Ren Azizi at that fucking Fox Theater. And then they go, hey, you want to come to comics and get on a late night show? And I'm going, what the fuck? You got <laughs> simultaneous shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely, was, man. Yeah. Uh, I was Ren Azizi. I haven't seen him or talked to him in a long time. I, I, I worked with him right before that all that shit came out. Seems like he recovered. I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, Steve was always nice with me, you know. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. You know, it's a fucking crazy thing what happened. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a tough thing, you know. <laughs> it's, it's 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 a tough sell, you know. <laughs> no. But uh, so, yeah, man, this is uh, episode three hundred, the Verzi effect, having probably one of the best comedy discussions I've had on the show with uh, Bobby Kelly smoking a cigar here. Hope you guys are enjoying this. I know this is a this was very heavy on uh, comedy and the business and what we do, but it's an insight for people, and I think it's something that like it's it's good to talk about because I don't always want to. You know, it's not always good to fucking just always joke. Like, I don't want to sit here and talk about politics. What do you think about Trump? And this is fucking no, man. I would love to fucking do that. You would love to what? Fucking talk about this shit. But if we do, our careers will be over. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> if we go, if we go on the record, we're done. Yeah, you want to go on the record about some specials that came out? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> there's Look, a, oh my god, everybody's a, got a fucking special. I mean, every every week. Like that's why I'm like I'm glad I'm getting one in now at least because who knows by the time I do a second one. Oh, by every, the time every I fucking half my, hour. <laughs> by the time I want to do a special, they'll they'll be like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad yeah. I'm getting one in. We now. only do specials with hair. People with hair, <laughs> minorities, or vaginas. That's what I said. You got to be a fucking transsexual Indian woman to get a fucking deal. Yeah, I'm going to have to get a disease. <laughs> I'm going to have to get a fucking, I'm going to have to have a fucking terminal disease uh, like Schimmel when he fucking had a heart attack. I'm going to, I'm going to have to do something. I'm going to have to, you know, catch a beating from some, some race group, some hate group. And then go on and write an oh, hour about shit. it. So fucking somebody be like, you know, that was an interesting hour. It's different than <laughs> you what know, you by did. then they're going to be like, ah, that other guy was yeah. terminal. What else you got? Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Can get shot 40 times? Oh, my live. God. It really is. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to have to get divorced to get a fucking special. <laughs> Bobby's going trans. Why? He needed I a know. special yeah. from Showtime. <laughs> Come on. Bobby. I'm Bobby Kelly with an IE. <laughs> Actually, I dropped the Bobby. I'm just Kelly. I'm one name, Kelly. Fucking. If I ever came to the shed, you had a fucking dress on and a blonde wig. You know I'm making it. You know I hit the fucking next level. Your shed will be bigger. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, we're fucking finished. This, it's a motherfucker out there. No, oh, man. man, it is. It is. Yeah. So, uh, all right, man. Well, we could wrap. I'm going to wrap this up because this is perfect. All right. This, great. this, this, this was perfect, man. Uh, I'm going to do a, uh, another part to this where I read you guys unacceptables and I do the, the, you know, the, you know, my movie segment and all that stuff. But I, I wanna... love that fucking unacceptable. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. The unacceptable thing is going well. And uh, I'll, I'll read all of your guys' unacceptables on the next part of this, but I just wanted, uh, I wanted the main part of this podcast and the main, main podcast to be with Bobby 
Um, truly, man, you really are. You really are one of the funniest motherfuckers I've ever met. Thank you, buddy. You too. Really, man. I'm really, so happy that you're fucking killing it. Oh, no, I thanks, really man. Am. No, dude, this is this is one of those solid guys in the business. Oh, likewise. Funny fucking guy. One of the funniest guys coming up, dude. Uh, appreciate I appreciate mean, you're it. the you're one of the next guys. Uh, you know what? I, like we said, all you could do is con- what you could control, and hopefully, it turns out. That's it. That's it. It's just what you could control. And uh, guys, check out. Obviously, you know Bobby Kelly's podcast, the amazing podcast YKWd. You know what, dude? He does one every week. You could check it out on Lipson, right? And it's on uh, Riotcast. Riotcast. Riotcast.com and YouTube. Oh, go to my website, robertkellylive.com. And do you have anything to plug? Uh, no, I got just come see me if I'm in your fucking hood. Yeah. Put put your goddamn iPad down. Yeah. Shut your shut your fucking dumb turn your TV phone off. off if you're in the front row. Yeah. You dumb fuck. Yeah. Get your get your girl, get your girl. Buy tickets ahead of time. Don't make me panic. Yeah. Fucking wait for walk ups to. Yeah. <laughs> fucking eight people bought tickets and then it sells out. You cunts. Uh, Buy the ticket ahead of time. Speaking of that, this weekend I'm headlining Governors tomorrow night. One show, two shows on Saturday. I'll be Is a this go- going out tonight. What? Yeah. Tonight. Well, yeah, it'll be up in the morning. Oh, then I'm at fucking Bananas this weekend. Yeah, yeah, no, this is Hasbrook Heights all weekend. They'll have this by tomorrow afternoon. So yeah, Hasbrook Heights, bananas. Go see Bobby. And if you're in the Long Island area, area, I'll be at Levittown in Long Island at Governor's Comedy Club this Friday and Saturday. Bobby, thank you so much, and I will talk to you guys soon. Talk to you later, buddy.